Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Issue 239. I'm Kaylin. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. And I'm Brent Wingate. Hi, gays. No, wait. We've got a name for our own little group. Hi, little homos. <laughs> We're celebrating pride by handing out some unwanted advice. We've got two trailers about men who put people to sleep. Miss Marvel has a first episode and Obi-Wan has a fourth, may be. Uh, plus, news, comics, and issues. And as always, plug me daddy. It's just going to be gay shit throughout because... This is our pride episode. Can I just say something really quickly? I'm really proud of Adam for getting it right this time. His the own roll name. call, his own yeah. name. Yeah, uh, he, yeah, he said his name right. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> something to be proud of. Let's get proud. Let's get proud. This past weekend, we hosted a panel at Awesome Con about X Men and its relationship with queer themes. Uh, we had a blast doing it. Woo. We loved it. There was great attendance. People seemed really engaged in the topic. And I think for me, it showed how starved people are for real conversations about um, any kind of social issue and comic books. Um, but we got a few questions that um, we didn't get the time to really fully explore and talk about. And there was one person who asked a question at the very end, and we didn't get to explore their question. So I wanted to talk about it here. They brought up the fact that mutant powers you know, are revealed at puberty and that's very similar to the gay experience of how gay people start to recognize their identity when they hit puberty. Do you guys think there's actually a meaningful takeaway from this? Or is it possible that the construct of puberty is just so innate to people that there's already change involved? I think it's a great question. And I think there's a way to look at it. But I, I don't think that was the original intent of like mutant powers coming out. I think it was an analogy for puberty. Um, and when you add like a queer subtext or even uh, an actual text to it, I think you can make that argument really well. So what I like about it, it's open to interpretation, but I'm going to start interpreting it that way that like we just start discovering ourselves more when we, you know, when we become 12 or 13, you realize who we're attracted to. Um, and I think Stanley got really lucky with he's like they're just born with it because he was a little bit tired of creating some uh, like new new creations. Uh, maybe, and, maybe they're maybe and, they're born with it. And, maybe it's Maybelline. And I think it translated to so much. I think happy accidents like that happen, and then he really leaned into it because he realized, and obviously Claremont and all the other writers later well, really understood what it was. Yeah. About. There's, there's also an interesting idea too around uh, from this question kind of came in my head the idea of the secondary mutations as well because it's like you know as there's a lot of people that come out as something or they know that they're very different. That's That's why queer is such a good umbrella term. And I just think that that really speaks to, again, that people can and should be able to continue to evolve, think about and uh, find themselves. So, you know, who introduced uh, the idea of the secondary mutation was Grant Morrison, who later came out as non-binary. Bitch, I know that. So, well, you didn't say it, bitch. I, I didn't know for that. The, for the listeners. For the listeners. And Brent. And Brent, <laughs> and Brent who, is our, who is our only listener. A secondary listener. Yeah. Uh, but he never... Oh, sorry. They never... Uh, conf- like, that That was never their intent at the time, was it? Or it, it, I mean, with, with, Grant, with Grant Morrison, you never know because they can see well into the future. Right. So... And they're going to live a million years. Yeah, there you go. I yeah. tend to buy into the idea of... Oh, I get it. Buy. It, it's... Uh, unintentional gayness is still gayness that... By having a puberty be the time at which uh, mutantdom comes out, and also that society has this huge acceptance problem, that the combination of those two makes it a gay theme in the same way that, like, Luca, the Pixar movie, is definitely gay, yeah. despite the creator's original intent. It's a gay movie. Right. And we right. need to talk about how many themes in Luca. <laughs> I know. I gay. really want to do are a we, special Are one. we kidding ourselves that that girl is not a young lesbian? Oh, my God. And their relationship, they held hands. We're not talking the, about this. Let's, let's get proud. Let's get proud. That's our transition yeah. for each segment, by the way. <laughs> That's a great way to just end the conversation. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get along with some general pride. Uh, let's do a little game called Top Tips and Tricks. We're just going to give you some tips. Are we bottom shaming here? Uh, no, we're top encouraging. Just uh, the tips <laughs> and some slutty tricks. Yeah. So uh, okay. let's go around. Let's do first. Let's do our fun uh, tip. So uh, my first tip: if you want to have a fun pride, mm-hmm. you should follow a rule of threes. Go to two small things and then one big thing. 
So two balls, one dick. Yeah. So uh, basically, what I mean yeah. is like, go get lunch with some friends, then go to some smaller party, leave that fucking thing, and then figure out a place you're going to be for the afternoon. <laughs> Set the <evening>. fire. <laughs> Just leave. And that then, yeah, and let that motherfucker burn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want a little bit of like the feeling that you're being productive by going and seeing different groups of people. Yeah. But you also want to be able to feel like you're bonding stable yeah, over yeah. this most important of I holo days. Holo yeah. days. Holo days. Happy hey, holidays. She, yeah. she was, you know, yeah. so she went, good for you, Laura. <laughs> Turn it's holo days. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah, I think just to build on that, I think treat pride like a lazy river. You're just on your little mm. float. You're like going down. You're seeing people. Love you're that. You're let it take you. Let it just take you and like don't try like to overplan. <laughs> don't try to over. And I say this to somebody who overplans. Yeah. Don't overplan. Just be like, you know what? I'm going to have a good time. I'm, I don't need to be at this party at this time. I don't need to be at this event at this time. Mm-hmm. I don't need to like, you know, see all these people, all my friends or, you know, maybe sex friends that you want to see. Yeah. Like just like go with the flow a little bit. I feel like so don't over plan. Don't over do. God, no, I had like, <laughs> I literally had it in my head. You know what? You're going to get it in a second. Plant. Or... Don't over plant. Yeah. Because yeah. Plant don't daddy. plant yourself. Oh, uh, yeah. I like that. Oh. Um, I, w- I would say. <laughs> bring ice. <laughs> my advice is just because you're bottoming that night doesn't mean that you can't eat a little something. It's, you know what? A eat do, a yeah. little something. You're going to be drinking all a, day. You have about five hours, and, four hours before it gets cor- through. Correct. And, but also, don't eat too much because you might be bottoming that yeah. too. So, <laughs> avoid you know, the, the Chipotle. Avoid the Chipotle. Avoid the Chipotle. But don't just, like, just don't live on vodka sodas or Trulies or, you know, Topo Chico's You're pointing or at me directly. Yeah. And I, I feel it. Yeah. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> Do you got a tip? Yeah, make sure to hydrate for lubricant. No, I think Fair. my, Safe I was going to use what I, because I, I uh, for the past couple of years, we hosted like a Pride Brunch in D.C. So I'm, we're doing that again. And then I, like, what I said and what I liked, I was going to have a rule of three, which was the first, it's one, two, three. So when you go to a party, the first thing you should be bringing is like food and drink. If you're coming on the middle end, you need to be bringing drinks and mixer or mixers and ice. Yeah. And then at the end you're bringing nothing but mixers and ice. Like it's a slow city churn. Everybody always wants to not be that cool. They want to be the cool friend that brings like the fun, cool new bottle of whatever. Yeah. By like, you don't need watermelon stoli. Three hours into the party. Everyone is desperate for ice, for mixers, for cups. People are, you know, I've seen fights break out over club soda. (laughs) I'm like, bitch, like the last drop of it. Cause I'm not drinking vodka straight. Or am I? All right, those are good tips. Now, tricks. My trick is... What's their name? Don't, <laughs> don't eat and then get ambitious with your sexual activity. It's similar <laughs> to yours. But mine is very specifically, you don't have to try deep-throating on this weekend. Yeah. You don't have to do it. You have a gag reflex for a reason. Yeah. It's, it's meant to a help mar- you Some of us It's don't. a marathon, not a sprint. And yeah. that goes for fisting, too, if it's your first time. Don't. don't baby girl. Side note, we literally sound like gay mothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, it's top The golden girls. I know. Did like, your, your mother sit you down that's and right, say, that's listen, true. listen Honey, when you get fisted for your if mama first Mama Casari said, don't eat Chipotle when you're about to take seven dicks Ma- in your house. I can hear Pat saying that. My mom, she pulled me Aside and said, if you're going to be a sloppy party bottom, you got to make <laughs> sure you're clean. Party bottom. That's my favorite Mother Goose story. Do it like a bootgerite bottom. <laughs> Do it buttgerite. Uh, so I have one that's a little bit different because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people who are going to be working at establishments when you are, you know, going to going for pride. It's going to be a lot of people at bars and parties and everything. Yes. Be kind to those people. Belittle them and you get stuff done faster. <laughs> no. Yeah. Don't Please care don't in them. Don't this. ask for the manager. Be patient. It's going to take you a little bit longer to get your vodka soda or your your Truly or your Topo Chico. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say this is somebody who is a DJ and will be DJing during Pride. Don't be the person that writes out your request on the phone like it's a flashcard and expect that they're going to play Lady Gaga or Dua Lipa or whatever, or, you know, Kim Petras immediately. Uh, just like let like respect that person and let them play what they're going to play and just have a good time and be chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only hold well, up so. signs that say poppers if you're offering them. Oh, yeah. That's fine. But one thing is uh, we're all going to random parties. We're going to let uh, the Lazy River take us over and just <laughs> go where wherever we go next. Yeah. Um, sometimes going to certain p- parties, if you don't, like bring a friend, 
most of the time, try to bring a friend because you yeah. never know what position you'll be in and what 69. state you might be in at a certain point. Yeah. So missionary, just, yeah. Just, well, pff, no, come yeah. on. Um, <laughs> but but try to bring a friend if you can because it, I think it's a helpful hint. Or just you never know where you might end up. Yeah. That's a good idea. Because <laughs> you'll need someone on both ends of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to go fuck in this bathroom. If you could you just watch, watch the door yeah. real quick. That'd finger be trap yeah. rules. Finger <laughs> trap rules. If you could put your dick through the door slot. And I say this as someone who's definitely left people at parties. <laughs> gone home with people. Yeah. Uh, I would just say don't. It's it's the same, similar to other things. But it's like, don't overdo it. Drink one less at every event you go to. To your point, Brent, I think find the connection with people. I obviously were making a bunch of sex jokes, we're making a bunch of uh, party alcoholism jokes, but I'm like making any jokes. Pride's <laughs> all about really finding your chosen family, and as gay people, we get to choose our family. Oh, God. No, but like, yeah, just fucking keep yourself in control. Oh, that was gonna be my original idea. I'm yeah. pointing at Brent. Get a fucking acid reducer if you have any sort of general frush from drinking. Drop acid, take the acid reducer. But don't, whatever you do, don't take it out of your pocket and provide it to a friend like it's a random piece of drug that you're just trying to help somebody. You want to get Fematidine. It's really great. Is that that like fentanyl? Uh, not like fentanyl. Renatidine, I don't find to be as effective. You probably only need 10 milligrams and it's available OTC. You don't have to worry about it. It's not expensive. Cool. And it clears the flesh from your face so you can blow a lot of guys and not look like it's too hard. Yeah. Also, or unless you want that to be the sort of look because people are into that. Hey, so. do you want to look like Kirby this pride? <laughs> also, Suck, sucking down oh guys no, with a pink face. It's so big. Okay. Pride was a riot, so go grab a brick. There we go. Uh-oh, what's that? Right. We're, Let's get proud. <laughs> Let's get, get proud. proud. All right, we, we are going to get ready to go to pride, but first, we got to go on down to the trailer park hate this all right the full trailer for dc's black adam is out and it's packed with all your favorite superheroes including giant man dr strange and hawkeye <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you I'm so stupid. first and hawkeye you so dumb, bitch. dumb first question Hunt, i hate you so much first question why was dwayne johnson quote born to play black adam his words uh, we've discussed yeah, this before. All right, more seriously, yeah. more seriously, this trailer makes a lot out of the fact that Black Adam does not mind killing people to save the day. In a post Snyder universe, what the fuck does that even matter? Uh, well, I mean, the character Black Adam is an antihero, so let's start with that. He's he was started off as a bad guy, and then has kind of become like more of a Doctor Doom or yeah. Magneto type, where like. He's doing bad things for good reasons. He's yeah. the ruler of a it's Middle a, Eastern country, still a problematic that a Samoan actor thinks that he's born to play <laughs> a Middle Eastern character, but whatever. Um, and it's yeah. named Car- Car- What's the name of it? What? What's the name of that country? The- oh, Kondak. Uh, Racist name, by the way. <laughs> okay. Uh, Let's get proud. No, we're not moving on yet. No. Um, uh, we have a lot to shit on this so, trailer about. So uh, this trailer, uh, they realize when the rock is fucking in it, they know they're going to have a moneymaker. So they are throwing a lot of people in this one because they realize this is maybe the future for them. Mm. And it connects with one of their other great properties, Shazam, Shazam. that like, was Shazam, <laughs> um, which was really popular as well. So um, I think... I think my main problem with this, though, is <laughs> that it looks like uh, looks like one of the old X Men movie trailers mm-hmm. back in the day. Yes, it looks like a time gone and past. It's a very it's a very fast. And maybe and the this furious, is what the DC yeah. universe X, is. Yeah. So maybe it's a call to the past a little bit. Let's just, let's say it in a nice way without saying these dum dums love it. But it's a broy looking movie. It is yeah. very well. Bro-y. I think it is well what because it is. they yeah. realized. I think they realized. I mean, that's cut just like Aquaman. I remember the Aquaman trailers. You could tell from a mile away it's gonna be a shitty movie, but yeah. that people are gonna love it because it's just generally big Hollywood movie making, and it's got Jason Momoa in it. Um, yeah. So I I do feel like, and I worry about that this is gonna be the exact same thing. I think Pierce Brosnan is Doctor Fate. Fucking fantastic that's casting choice. So love cool. it. Hawkman's Hawk, yeah, Hawkman's costume is like Hawkeye's yeah, right. costume. Hawkman looks great. The you know, it's is it Adam Smasher? Is Adam that, Smasher, yeah. yeah, looks great. Fucking bitch, they giant. Look, they look, <laughs> I love they that. all look really good. Though. No, the, the effects they look, look really nice. cool, uh, especially the battle for New York that's now in contact. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Chitari, With the Chitari are yeah. pissed. Yeah, I, I do want to follow up on my question though, because what, what was Zack Snyder as a part of the Superman Batman storytelling was like, I don't care if the heroes murder people. Oh. 
How do you set up a contrast for a character if you're already in the universe where the two most noble of heroes are already killing super murderers? I, I don't know if they refer to themselves as that. Um, <laughs> it's like super friends. Careful super there, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I mean, it just seems ridiculous to me. It seems like, oh, this is this could be an interesting way of like telling a different but story. Is, is that canon still connected? I mean, I, I, there's, the so thing, ma- there's, there's so there's nothing co- that clever about like like go, like they're not going to reference these movies anymore. We're, I, so, we're so confused on who is connected to who now, like. I, I do think the link that they'll make is like you were saying, Kalen, far more the Doctor Doom idea, which is like, because yeah, super these heroes were killing people, but they were still like seemingly thinking they were doing it for like the real heroic reasons. Whereas Black Adam's like, no, fuck you, bitch. Like I'm in power, I have control, and I'm gonna do the right things for my people, and everybody else can like burn in hell. So since you mentioned Doctor Doom, and I, I did it too, I'm a little worried that like when the Fantastic Four comes on screen and they have Doctor Doom on and they want to do him right, he, the people, Rock. Well, they're going to ha- make it too similar to Black Adam, and people will make that comparison. Yeah. And that will make I don't Kevin. I they will. No, I think you're right. They'll, they'll set up Latveria much like the con. Like, like he's like he's an anti hero, you know, and they'll, because like the last two versions of Doctor Doom we've seen on screen have deviated away from the comics version, and, and having an accurate comics version is actually very similar to Black Adam. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's funny to see both DC and Marvel racing t- towards certain things. Like they did Aquaman first, so now. Now we have to pivot and that's exactly yeah. right um like they've done certain like whatever and then they have to pivot as well um to answer your question though brand um i think that superman doesn't exist anymore and i think batman they'll still allow him to kill a little bit i think well, that would be right. <laughs> as a treat as a, as a little treat little yes. easter egg. no no that's his pride trick yes he's like he shoots a guy one for is me that bat- saves it one is for that you. the current batman the Batman that's hanging out with Aquaman. For me, the only canon right now is Aquaman's. Yeah. Aquaman and Wonder Woman are the only canonical. But they, I mean, I know she's coming back for another one, Patty Jenkins, but like it's, it's, I mean, not popular now. It's a mess, but the Batfleck is gone. So that version of Batman won't be there. You have got the Matt Reeves Batman that Robert Pattinson played, who was not a killer. Like, they mm-hmm. very much uh, made that point. I'm getting so tired yeah, of this uh, conversation. Let's move on. Sorry. Let's right. get Brian. Wait, I'm about to let's go. No, 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 no. It's not a different segment. Let's, it's not a different I'm segment. I'm about to go to sleep. All right. Not, not Ezra Miller is making his first <laughs> appearance in the trailer for Sandman. Oh, God. Kalen, you seem a little worried. Are you a little worried? I'm a little... I'm a lot worried. Why? Uh, okay, so the Sandman is one of my What's favorite graphic novels ever. So it is about... The ruler of the dreaming, uh, he's one of the endless. His name is Morpheus. He um, he has been trapped for several years and gets free. But get this, he's gay. I mean, <laughs> blind. <laughs> yeah. Um, it like some of the cast looks really good. Specifically, uh, the actress who's playing Death. Uh, she was on The Good Place. I can't remember her name. I love her. Oh, uh, um, I know who you're talking about. But like she, like it's a, like she's gonna kill it. And Gwendolyn Christie is going to play Lucifer. She's going to kill it. Uh, I'm really excited about that. But just the trailer and the special effects and the music they chose. Was it too fantastical for you? Was it, it too much like it Kirby, looked really, boom. Kirby it, Howell Baptiste? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it just looked kind of chintzy to me. It looked a little... And I, I don't trust Netflix. If this was on Amazon Prime or a Hulu or something else, or actually HBO Max would have been the perfect, of I think perfect platform. I think but Netflix has such a spotty track record. I'm like, Ugh. I actually thought True. that, you know, in a vacuum, the graphics look fine. It looks visually good, mm-hmm. but not when you consider when you consider <laughs> it with the rest of what Netflix makes, it looks like every other Netflix adaptation of a graphic novel. It looks exactly the same as Lock and Key yeah, or Umbrella Academy. Yes. Yeah. I mean it. That is indistinguishable, and I don't know if they use the same production studios for those or if they've got some Probably. house style that they mandate, but it I feel like there's a part of the graphic novel that has this kind of ethereal quality that there's a chaos in the artistry that might not translate as well to the screen. Absolutely right, and the fact that like they've been trying to adapt Sandman for decades, yeah. and where it's finally here, it makes me super, super nervous. I know. Uh, of exactly the reasons that Brent just laid I out. do worry the trailer felt very like action generic to me and I know that Sandman obviously is like a pretty... All right, I'm getting bored. <laughs> ah, no, I was just like I was like it's weird that the only thing I remember from the trailer is Ati. 
What do you do? Uh, Ate, there's two increasingly <laughs> British people trying to get he each other. He looks so much like Ezra Miller. It's crazy. Yeah. Should we just re- put his face in the new in Flash? In the new Flash. Totally Less problematic that. Flash, for sure. Uh, <laughs> and they are going to adapt the first eight issues, Preludes and Nocturnes, which is not the best storyline. Mm, um, okay. And it, do- it delves into a lot of like DC lore, which I know they'll, like, they right. won't do that for the show. Uh, but there are other storylines that are like obviously I well I hope the show does well I hope it's good I hope it keeps like uh, I hope like they adapt the better storylines I just I like. picture maybe it's their new Stranger Things uh, <laughs> they, well they're definitely they, gonna want one they need a hit because Stranger do. Things will be ending Dry. soon no I just picture like Sandman or somebody like death like smearing off a piece of the wall and it's like there was an Adam a black Adam <laughs> and then it's just a tie in that they actually also believe in the, the it's that uh, so much it's yes. gonna happen it's and they're like they're walking past some thrones and stuff and there's like the Game of Thrones <laughs> throne like, oh, we're, we're all, all living in the metaverse we all dream dreams in the metaverse <laughs> let's get proud and let's, let's get, get proud, proud. alright we got some yeah we got see you next TV it's Tuesday. our <laughs> weekly recap of uh, everything on DC plus basically Disney Plus. Disney Plus. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we've got Miss Marvel Episode 1 and Obi-Wan Episode 4. Miss Marvel Episode 1 premiered this week, uh, giving us our first look at her family life, her powers, and a post-credit scene leading on where the show's overall plot will likely head next. Um, along with some actually like actors that I love. But what Fuck, did you... I didn't watch that post I didn't watch the post credit scene either. Oh, oh no, I forgot. So well, uh, uh, let me just jump to it because it's very funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's the it's the um, the war the original female warden from Black uh, Orange is the New Black yeah and then it's the um, but, but it's not a tie into that no right <laughs> but it's just that actress yeah and then it's the guy's uh, what is his name Kendall's best friend Ken from best friend from Succession I'm like gonna douchebag get, investor I'm gonna yeah. get nothing from this oh They're it's both, it's it's, it's, so uh, it's connected to damage control. It's damage control oh, because he was damage control in, in Spider Man. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, thank so I, just, I, yeah. I was just going to say that. Okay, thank perfect. So he's that the same detective know. that was in uh, No Way Home. Bing, bang, bong. Okay, great. Yeah, I love that. That's, okay. I literally was like, That's cool. you see these power ratings? Yeah, they're like, we've, n- we've never seen a power like this. And he's like, well, let's bring her in. That's the, fun. The open question, Andrew was like, the minute the episode editor goes, how the fuck did they read a power signature on a cell phone video? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's fair. That's the Marvel um, Universe. But what did you, this is a real good fucking well, no, episode. They, what they, you guys I, think? Wait, did they say power? Never mind. They, yeah. Uh, the episode is absolutely fantastic. Um, I know there are a lot of people who, before the episode came out, they were like complaining that like her power is going to look very different from the show. They did, and that's fine. I yes. think what they got right was her, the actress playing Kamala, phenomenal. Come on, Villani, the yeah. family life. My God, as somebody who is South Asian, they captured the like the child of the immigrant experience so well, where like you are trying to live in both worlds. You like, you know, you have your home life, you have your school life, and you're like kind of dealing with like certain things of like, you know, when you want to integrate as much as possible, having had like growing up in the United States, having to do that. While your mom is like, you know, giving you like roti and like, you know, like, <laughs> like, you know, like little vegetables as your lunch, and everyone's like, "Ooh, what is that? Why can't I?" And I'm like begging for a PB and PB and J sandwich. <laughs> the scene when like they say you can go to Avengers Con, but your dad is Live gonna go through, with you, yeah. and then she makes her the Hulk costume out, out, out of the, the shalvar kameez. I was like. That I have fucking lived that. Yeah. My mom did that shit to me. She's like, why can't you wear this and be proud of your heritage? And then me saying something awful and cutting and yeah. immediately regretting it. Here's the God th- damn it. But here's it the so thing. Good. The one thing that bothered me about that is how... Absolutely nothing was perfect. How that costume would have... How well it would have gone over if it was at... Honestly, any, any con. Honestly, people, people would have said that like, was a good Oh my god, you're Big Hulk and Little Hulk, even though that doesn't exist. That's not. No, no, no. That's not the point. It yeah. would have gone I know, over I well. Got it, I got it, Kaylin. I'm saying that that she that Kamala Kamala was like not happy with it, even though it would have been great. She should have taken that deal and then just you know her father's. She, I thought she was going to wear that over her costume. And then secretly Changed. go on stage yeah. and do it. She should have just worn that, and you know she could have worn him down a little bit. Because if it's just the dad, she could have got to him. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Like having having lived through this experience, <laughs> your immediate reaction as a kid like this is like, no, that's you not the way. Yeah, I don't want I it this way. I want it this way. 
and then you like say something horrible and your parents are like, I'm really disappointed in you. Yeah. You, don't, you don't understand. Played Ryan, so well. Ryan was a very chicanerous child. And <laughs> he you, was the, you also have to remember now that we are the age of parents uh, that we would tell our children to come Shut up. With Stop us. saying that. Stop it. Shut up. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> like easily a fucking like teenager would tell you, I don't want to fucking wear the same costume as you. Like, it's just very simple. True. Yeah. Uh, I did think that they nailed a flavor of humor that feels different from a lot of the other style. The a, li- a little bit more absurd, a little bit more blunt, like where she's like, where she's driving. And then he's like, all right, are you ready to go? And then she just slams on the gas <laughs> and the car backs into his. Great. When the mom says, I don't trust her, and everyone's like, no, 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 you really do trust her. She goes, no. It's like, don't <laughs> I don't trust her. The I, mom is so my, good. My, the mom is my favorite character. So um, good. When she was in the store, and um, she was like, uh, no, it's it's too short. She's too short. She's too and there's like, no, it's too long. And then the other auntie comes in. yeah, And then she's like, it's... She's too short. It's too <laughs> yeah. the she best. just immediately changes. No, the food. The food for the thing. Friend, the, so good. That's the best. That's like, the best. No, 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 no. I don't need any. And then she. Brings no, I'll it make over. you. I'll, yeah, I'll make you something oh, to take home. Oh, you immediately. Yeah. One second, and it was there. So God good. Damn it! It's this so is, right. It gets it so this right. This is truly what they mean when it, representation fucking matters. Right. Yes. It's so good, and it's so fun for fucking everyone. It's so well done. So yeah. changing gears slightly, uh, I know when we watched the trailer, we were having a conversation on whether or not the visual style would end up in the show, and yes. surprisingly, it did it almost did. at all times. Yeah. What did you guys think about it? Well, I actually the. The one representation that I really liked in the show is someone who has ADHD. That <laughs> yeah, there's like a character really who like too. can't focus, and her brain is constantly yeah. imagining these things, and the mind is wandering and not really paying attention. I felt like, oh, that's a really interesting way of depicting that constantly and beautifully. Yeah, that and also like the emojis, like from the texting. Love that sequence. It's, yes. it's, Love this is like that. the heir apparent to like Scott Pilgrim yes. and movies like that, yes. like the using like like clearly like the director was like as, as studied at like the altar of Edgar yeah. Wright. The yeah. visual language was so fucking cool. It's Even perfect. like the beginning, Miss Marvel, like all that shit. It's so. I got, well it really done. never occurred to me of why I enjoyed it so much, and I think you like. I mean, I enjoyed it overall as a standalone thing, but I think to your point, like it had a very Edgar Wright feel. It was very snappy, very fast, lots of kinetic action on screen at all times the Great dialogue music. is very fast yeah the music's great like um and particularly what i really enjoyed is the the cultural elements in the music as well like that was something i'm like wow what i love about the show so much is that it really does like what we're all saying is like really provides a very different perspective on what the mcu can be while also being the mcu it's Correct. incredible were you impressed that the ant-man head had superpowers of its own yes that inertia doesn't exist in this <laughs> that universe, was the only part and that it just rolls apparently faster forever As it has. That, that scene got so out of hand so fast and i it, fucking loved it it was great what i that loved so is good. that tonally it also like didn't even know where it was going because half the time the crowd was cheering <laughs> but then running but then the girl ah, that her yeah. friend from school was like yeah. girl you're killing it but then she gets saved but then she's like wow yes. you're killing it then gets hit by the fucking thing <laughs> yeah. while the head's still rolling and blowing but up but adam yeah. doesn't that truly encapsulate what pride is like as well so i think this <laughs> way is to bring it back girl <laughs> is this dangerous i don't know it's kind of fun wait this is definitely dangerous but it's still kind of fun it, it this i think moon knight had mixed reviews i think some other stuff before had mixed reviews this has made me so excited for all the yes. stuff this has me so excited me for too. she hulk again because it rebooted yeah they, thor love and thunder yeah i just hope we know how terrible people are, so they fucking need to give this show a chance because it's, got, it's so well done. It does done. have incredible it's critical an origin story as well. But you don't hate it yeah. too. It's to, so well done. To the extent that Loki made me conceptually excited yes. about ideas. Yeah. The, this show has actually given me hope in a new True. character. Yep. In a way I haven't felt in a while. Yeah. I love her. Oh. She's great. She's and the actress is so, so fucking she's cool. So fun. And she's a total nerd like us. That interview where she was like, no, 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 Kevin Feige doesn't know what he's talking about. The MCU isn't the 616. That's the comic. This is like universe 1999 or something. I was like, bitch. She goes, it's 19999. Yeah, no, I can't wait to see more. Let's talk Obi-Wan, episode four. Obi-Wan and Tala plan a rescue mission for Leia following her capture last week by Reva. 
Okay, I'll start if you insist. Um, I I like this episode. Um, I got some feels um, for a couple different reasons. Um, seeing him use that stupid breathing apparatus that he oh, used in yeah. episode one yeah. to to break into the complex was really fun. Not no goggles. <laughs> Just a brief Jedi, Jedi don't need goggles. Notoriously, they have great vision. You, they yeah. form That's all the midichlorians on their eyes to create goggles. <laughs> Please don't bring that up again, ever. <laughs> midichlorians oh, and cataracts you're, don't interact. You're, it's, it's, it, but in a pool, it's midichlorine, you, you right? Had a, you had to build up a midichlorians and your heart valve exploded. <laughs> also, some of the shots were just so beautifully done. There's something Agreed. so cool about... Um, he goes by Ben now. Um, <laughs> by him just taking down some stormtroopers with his lightsaber, mm-hmm. the visual effect looks so cool. And that one scene where all the lights cut out and he's about to rescue her from um, being tortured, yeah. that visual with him just slicing them through was really cool. I just loved how on this station there are only three rooms. Correct. <laughs> and I will say the real star of this show is power walking through in a giant, aggressively, overly powered room where you're like why is it so far to get anywhere oh that like the t- <laughs> all the rooms are so, yeah all the desks so are so far? tiny they're all collapsed right next to each other and they're that just metal detector down. whatever the, the cargo they- bay has three pieces of cargo <laughs> <laughs> honestly it's so huge Kaylin, what do you think i really like this episode a lot uh two reasons one we get to actually see a character journey for a character like you see obi-wan at the very beginning of the mm-hmm. season where like he's a the pale shadow of who he was in the prequels. Yes. And then you got to see like where he ends up in episode four, New Hope. And this is part of his character journey. That and also my biggest complaint about these shows is like they're all set on fucking Tatooine. And I was mm-hmm. worried about that. The, 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 the diversity of terrain and environments, like having a base that's underwater. Yes. Fucking bitch. cool. Well like it's just like stupid. I real- stupid idea. <laughs> it yeah. is. But We've the all Empire- seen Jaws 3. But yeah. the Empire is not smart. Look at the way they build Log- the Death Star. Logistically, yeah. it's stupid. But for storytelling, mama mia. Mama mia. One thing I do like is... That um, the third sister, smart as fuck, uh, leaving the giving the uh, tracking device to that robot. Mm-hmm. It's smart, but it also then becomes the idea that Vader uses later in A New Hope, oh. where he allows them to escape in order to track. So them. That, that oh bitch, I didn't even think about God. That's really and smart, that d- yeah. and that works on the. There's no new ideas. It's just always people read using yeah. ideas. <laughs> yeah. There's no new jokes. There's no new well, ideas. You, they actually cut the scene in A New Hope, but Vader says, I let them leave. The third sister told me it was like a really good idea. I didn't catch Obi Wan well, at the time, but I loved the thing. This is why capitalism sucks because, like, you know, you have CEOs or high level managers just stealing ideas from like in. lower yeah, level folks, exactly. and especially women of color. Can you boom? Can we talk about the management problems of the Empire? Itch. They kill people rather than promote them. My you favorite know. is you know, the HR of the Empire. My favorite is just Tala sitting in that giant conference or like command center with two other people where she's yelling into a microphone <laughs> and no one's picking up on this at well, all before just before that she was microwaving a fish I know. Uh, because <laughs> she, has to, she has to be the worst co-worker oh also spoiling every episode of the show that showed up yeah, like the night before like, yeah hold on a second uh, yeah i'm a i'm a high-ranking officer i believe i'm, I'm the way she co- dressed down that like you're not supposed to be here it's like bitch yeah have oh, you heard yeah, do you know what yeah. top secret oh, mean what classified it. means i hated that it I happens it. every single time. They're going to question my, someone. It's well, because sure. your husband does that at a gay bar when he goes. So you <laughs> felt triggered. Yes. I did like... Do yeah, you know I, who my father is? I love the exchange <laughs> between Tal and Reva where she was just like, I don't know if you're telling the truth. You're probably not, but maybe you are. And so whatever. What? She's like, I got to go. <laughs> yeah. I got to go. My favorite scene, and we can move on, um, when Princess Leia says... Princess of Alderaan. <laughs> I definitely heard you. That say actress that. is still fucking She's killing so it. Good. That She's is Carrie Fisher. It. I do, love her. Do, it really do, do 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 do. <laughs> it's a new news flash. News flash. It's the news, but this time it's somewhat gay. All right. Is it that flashy? Maria Baklova. <laughs> Baklova, Baklova, Baklova. Uh, is going to be joining Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. She uh, starred as the daughter of Borat in Borat subsequent movie. Yeah, uh, sorry, mo- subsequent movie film. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you. It's a terrible name for a movie. Uh, speculation is that she will be playing uh, Phyla Vell. Love it. My question is: Are there any characters that exist in the Guardians of the Galaxy Galaxy universe that you really want to see? It, Moon Dragon. 
Yeah, I was gonna say if yeah. she's coming in, if you have Fae to have Moondragon. is coming in. Moondragon has to come in yeah. too, and I th- and I have a feeling we'll see that as well. They better be. They better be a les- they, raging lesbian they couple. They better be so coupled up so fast. I want to see they scissoring be- on, on. They better have a space garden as soon as they meet each other. So that's other. a good yeah. point. Yeah. I could see them and doing their U haul is Universe Hall. <laughs> I could see them doing one character space introduction cats. to do an like to do the romance in a later uh, movie. So let's I would be take okay a moment though. She is a great actress, though, too. She's really fun. Oh, she's great. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm and, really excited. Uh, and the fact that James Gunn is a good comedic director, I think she's going to kill it. Kill yeah. kill she's going to kill it. Do you think we could get the She-Ar at all? No. No. Probably not. Okay. Not yet. All but right. soon. She-Ar uh, next Tuesday. <laughs> She-Ar next Tuesday. <laughs> She-Ar next TV. A sequel to Tom, Todd Phillips' film Joker is in the works. It's titled uh, Folly à deux. Is defined as a psychological disease. That's Why is effect. Gambit doing this? Uh, that's not, I, I can't do a, a Louisiana accent. Don't make fun of me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very embarrassed by it. Sherry. Uh, it's defined. Uh, so fal- is defined as a psychological disease that affects two or more people at the same time. Oh. Um, another translation is who the fuck cares? So okay. Well, I need to announce that Ryan and I are folly à deux because we talked too. Le gage of folly à deux. Thank you. Well, we will good. be starring in the Joker sequel. Um, <laughs> oh, as my favorite gay couple. Hey, being so, dumb. So, and the two drunk. of us together are the Joker. We'll be so straight down the middle. Both of us fully it, painted, but only one half of our face. So the uh, the director is you know we. He's a certain type of guy, and um, <laughs> let's just say it that way. Um, I sure. hope he continues down a path of not incorporating any of the other DC stuff in there. Just keep it Joker. We don't have to incorporate other stuff. Keep it proud. <laughs> let's get proud. No, but I, I, I want him to keep going down his own path. I don't think we need to merge anything with anything else. DC. For me personally, that's I, what I, think. I worry. Amanda about- Waller shows up at the end, and she's like, she's like "I got something." I'm to putting talk an to initiative you. together. No, no, no. Margot Robbie shows up. <laughs> Hi, Mr. J. So he has openly admitted that the first Joker movie. I yes. mean, he there's a Wasn't quote of a him. He was like, "All right," he was saying to Joaquin Phoenix, "We're just gonna make a really good movie, and who cares? We need the budget, so we'll just make it a fucking Joker movie. Great, good for him. I love that style of making a movie." Sure. But I don't love a lot of the fans of Joker. Yeah, they're, they're terrible. They're, they're, they're rough. They're real they're bad. A, they're a certain kind of person. Um, yeah. And I just hope that he maybe moves in some directions that I know. He's, discourage that he's group of people. He's very no. Yeah, and they won't. They <laughs> won't. Do, do you think he will? He will. Well, because I do think it's the ages of Rick and Morty and... Um, the Snyder fans. Right. With Snyder, Snyder fans bros. And even BoJack Horseman experience a group of people that don't realize the main character is not the person you're rooting for and want to become. It's the person you're trying to get away from. Correct. I, I don't understand what the story will be if they're not including like Batman or like a different kind of DC character because I don't need... Another psychological like exploration of the Joker. We've seen enough of them. I mean, Alan Moore. He, he did goes to college or something. Clown college. <laughs> um, uh, Alan Moore. I mean, did what you know, like did the definitive version with the Killing Joke, and you know, I, I don't need that. And also Heath Ledger like doing like the unreliable narrator of his like secret origin. All right, hear me. So out. good. He's on the hunt. He's on the run from a mafia that he owes. And he ends up in a convent and realizes that he can sing. And so he I brings them together. Oh, my God. Third sister act. Oh, wait, <laughs> yes. that's from Obi-Wan. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what would you suggest? So his arch nemesis will be Goldberg. <laughs> so, <laughs> that I would fucking watch. So you would like Batman to be incorporated. I would like to not this movie. not. But how say. weird and different is the Batman in this? Uh, it's like another version of Batman. It's Joe Pesci. Is there, is there any? Is there any? Danny DeVito. Ba- is there any DC villain that you would want this treatment for? <clears throat> uh, I think Two Face would be really interesting. I can uh, see that. I think properly could... doing Bane, I think, would be interesting. You got to do the voice now. No, <laughs> it's me, uh, Bane. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, just yelling at me. Wow, this gives you power. <laughs> um, who else would be good? Kite Man. Kite Man. Uh, I but, yeah, Mr. Freeze. I'm always good. a fan of Solomon Grundy, but no one cares. Oh, he no was one born likes on a Monday. Him. Yeah. <laughs> And came on a Tuesday, <laughs> <laughs> married on Wednesday, Pro- prolapsed on a Thursday, <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, it's Friday, Thursday. 
He's he's all man. All right, let's the, keep going. Only one without a only man, solo man. All right. Uh, who cares about this news? Ghostbusters is coming back as an animated series. Who cares? Correct. Yeah, I like the original. I mean, is there any way? Did any of you guys watch the Ghostbusters movie? I did. No, but they are getting. I that's getting it. a sequel too. Is it not? Yeah. Is it? I hadn't heard that. I back believe they're getting a sequel, and the Spengler family is Hollywood back. Re- I haven't seen that movie, but I read this. Hollywood Reporter <laughs> writes, back from the dead, Ghostbusters returns. <laughs> when, I was, when I was drunk on a plane uh, from a Bloody Mary, because the elevation's higher. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was your sixth. I didn't yeah. like the movie. I didn't like the movie. But, Kaylin, I know you liked it. So. The Ghostbusters? I did not see it. Did you get the Bloody Mary? I haven't seen you it. You didn't see Afterlife? No. Did you get the Bloody Mary after the movie started because of it. <laughs> I want the sequel to the female no, uh, I'd like a zombie, please. Yeah. I would like to say yes, but no. Uh, let's Zombies, go please. to the issues. The issues is our weekly recap of all things X. Are you German? You're not going to do the sound, the song? The let's issue. get proud. Let's get, get proud. proud. It's time for the issues. That's time for the issues. <laughs> uh, it's our weekly recap of all things X, along with a few of our favorite Marvel House writers and characters. This week we have Legion of Ten. Legion of X. Damn it. God damn it. <laughs> you had a 50 I did that on purpose, you cunts. Uh, Marauders number two, Thor number 26, number three. Amazing Spider-Man. You got that. And Amazing Spider-Man number three. Legion of X number two, Let Us Pray, Cy Spurrier and Jen Balzadua. The hunt for the skinjacker gets more complicated while Mother Righteous continues to be that bitch, sowing a lot of cockney excitement into the altar. What did you think of Mother Righteous? I love her. She's great. I, I think she's a really cool character. She reminds me a lot of a Kieran Gillen character, especially from The Wicked and Divine. Mm, um, yeah. Um, but it's clearly like Cy Spurrier is also um, like a British writer. And so I think, you know, completely <laughs> like has that kind of like trickster god sort of element to, to her. You can see that she would have a British accent too. Like just looking at her, I'm like, you have a British accent. It's me, accent. Michael Caine. <laughs> but yeah, but like a better one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's uh, probably better. I. Uh, I like her. I, I think you're gonna say I like ice cream. I like ice cream. <laughs> I, love, I like ice cream. I, I do. En- I do enjoy her. I don't know where her motivations are. I don't know where that's going. Obviously, Legion's probably gonna I become like a that. god at some point. Yeah. Um, I I think this issue just packs so much in. We talked about it last time, but like, there's a lot of content into this. Just in general, and I re- and I really do appreciate that in comics. Now. I I also like the interaction between. Some of X Force and um, the Legion. They need more of that for because sure. I like Beast calling them like Nightcrawler's emo cops. I was like, that bitch has it some like, professional. Je- and he's got some professional jealousy too. I, I like that interaction a lot. It's he, a long time. Beast can't get okay with that. Everyone hates him. Well, I was like, it's been a long time we've since we've seen Beast in actual battle mode versus just sitting around in that command center being an asshole. And, and also the way he's. The uh, way he's drawn when he's coming down, I'm like, visually, Beast has never looked better. Like in the last Agreed. couple of years, he looked really not great. according to Sage. <laughs> <laughs> She's a bitch. Yeah, uh, she was like, he I did like, I did like the char- the slight character uh, trait of her to still be constantly questioning Beast and to kind of openly admit, yeah, we are listening to everyone on the island. Uh, you know, barely hiding that trait. Yeah. Um. I don't know the 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 righteous. She seems fun. I love a Faustian bargain. If they if they hold off on her doing anything for too long, though, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, she's gonna need yeah, some. Yeah, she's gotta do something quick, quite quickly. Let's go. wait. Uh, but let's talk about Banshee for a second. Yeah, they agree. definitely followed up on what happened to him which in we the didn't Ten Deaths. Which we get at all. Which I appreciate. I'm very glad that we did because it's like he went through some traumatic shit, and like the fact that he's got like they're like dealing with that, I think is really smart. And for them to actually come and be like, go to the altar and just weirdly pray to whatever the fuck it is for a little bit. Yeah, this I, poor I motherfucker was skinned alive. And then came back and was immediately skin jacked. <laughs> like this poor fucking guy. But, but you know what? He's still putting the work in at the he gym. He is though, so good. Really oh my! I am. But such also, a when fan. you're reborn, you get to say that like, is the how, way an outfit at Party City looks. And he's duty bound. I'm duty bound. <laughs> I don't know. What the I want to be doing a scat play. <laughs> We're hey, not going to kink shame on Pride, Pride Weekend. weekend. Let's get uh, proud. I want to see more uh, Mother I'm fine, I'm fine shaming one. Pro, one Let's one do thing. Marauders number three, Extinction Agenda part three, Steve Orlando and Eleonora Carlini. The search for the first mutant continues with Zandra joining Kate and team to uncover the secrets of the before times of the Crimson Kin aiming to bury the past. What do you guys think? I want to hear from Brent. It's a hard balance to strike between fun space action and a deep 
noble history of the Crimson <laughs> Keep, the yeah. Crimson Ken. Ken. Okay. God damn, is that stuff is hu- tough to get through. Yeah. But every second Cassandra Nova is on, love loving her action. It's clear that Orlando loves writing yeah. her. Fair. L- I mean, he decided he's still throwing in. I'm loving all the gay writers who are throwing in gay lines. Uh, the library is open. Yeah. yeah. Great. This, like, she, Cassandra's serving cunt. This entire fucking yeah. issue. Uh, you were like, you want to be her, and that's about it. We talked yeah. about it last time, how there's a lack of like continuity in every scene, that there's the Adventure Time feel. Mm-hmm. I'm still feeling that and like getting whiplash, but it's still engaging enough that I don't feel like I'm lost. I. I, I'm wondering whether it was the right decision to start off with the Shi'ar storyline for this book, mm. but I like the the sort of the palace intrigue of like the various factions within the Shi'ar. Yeah. So I'm not mad at it. I'm yeah. just like, huh. It's just I I hope it doesn't stunt the uh, momentum of the series. If that makes sense. You could tell Steve gave the the pitch of like, well, they were on a ship going from port to port, but what if they, that ship? was in space like you could tell that was <laughs> yeah. pretty much the pitch it, but the port but, but, was I, the same. but i really do and i do enjoy it um and i think he realizes that we're not going to get chris Nova for a long time so if she can be on an x team we're going to take the most advantage of it because she's going to be a villain by the end of this series let's be honest like she she can't help it that's who she oh, is. oh for sure like yeah, yeah she's going to have her He'll turn. So let's enjoy it for the time being. And yeah. he's really doing that, which I appreciate. I am fascinated to know when, because I mean, it's only been three issues. So I'm assuming this will wrap up in four or five. And so like, what will they do next? Because I'm like, use, it's very obvious that Somnus had zero lines. Like it was a very Cassandra focused issue, which is great. But this is the problem I think Marauders even had in its last arc, which is like, or the last run, um, which is that it's such a, it is a big team and they, they drive so much action and it's hard to right. really build out and keep evolving these characters, particularly Somnus. Cause I'm like this, this is his first fucking book. Like at least give him a plot line. Well, I this. think that would be like a good speculation because they're a mutant rescue team, right? They're rescuing mutants who, who can't come to Krakoa. Like where would you want them to go next? Right. Like they're, the they're terrain. Like, We're a rescue team. Let's rescue the hardest fucking thing first. It's not like there aren't important <laughs> mutants on earth. Or, you know, more easily savable. They're like, we need to go to the depths of space. Wow, this is a very, like, America first. Like, Who's heard of friend? these people? It does make it... That's well, they got the clue, so obviously they had to follow that yeah. first. In theory. I also... They didn't make it explicit in the book, but, like, it just made me think of, like, oh, wait. Kitty, or now Kate, was with the Guardians of the Galaxy for a little bit. So mm. she's got her little spacefaring adventure, so she has that, if, you know, in her history. Yeah. Yeah. If you could write yourself a note two billion years in the past and put it into a box, what would it say? Put down the donut. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> because... It's uh, a forbidden it's donut. Pride yeah. Yeah. It's Pride Week. Don't fist too early. Because you'll go to hell like Homer Simpson? Blood. Well, because I'm Betty Draper and I'm <laughs> constantly concerned about my figure. Okay. Thor number 26, uh, Donny Cates, Martin Cocolo, Banner of War reaches its penultimate episode slash issue... Are we bored of this? Yes. Um, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> uh, because Thor was like, what if I Hulk? And then at the end of this, was Hulk, Hulk was, was like, what if I Thor? Hey, you got Peter yes. Butter in my chocolate. It's the whole story. And I, this is a Hulk versus Thor story that always happens when Hulk is versus someone. No, it's Thork versus Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> This is always what happens, but it's a better written version of all those terrible ones we've seen in the past. Do you feel like this story, though, the point of it is, all right, we've had fans speculate enough. We're answering the question right now. Yeah, but they like, won't. This is definitive. But For the fifth I ha- time. <laughs> but I have a feeling they won't answer the question. Okay, so Donny Cates has written quite a few epics for Marvel, including the whole King and Black stuff and... Uh, you know, various other things. I think he's just cutting loose and having a good time. I'm gonna allow it. It's an. I would yeah. say it's enjoyable. It's, it. it's entertaining. It knows what it yeah. is. It's not. It's not. It doesn't. Because I think of uh, lives and deaths of Wolverine. That didn't know what it was, which was like a dumbass fucking miniseries just to have a bunch of dumb fun. And instead, they tried to make a serious the, thing about it. The planet at the end just explodes. <laughs> it's just not that punching. It's, it's, so it's like, what's a little next? histrionic. They're yeah. going to get like Captain Marvel's power, both of them, and then it, like a universal explode. Like, what, it reminds what me of. No, it was, it was a metaphor. 
Yeah, for, for what? For my bussy. <laughs> this <laughs> weekend, the bride sploosh. It literally reminds me of interdimensional cable because I'm like, it's so extreme and everything just From keeps Two up. brothers. Yes, yeah. exactly. And then the ladies show Can up. Can you guys believe the Bifrost was shattered? Amazing Spider-Man oh number three, Zeb Wells and John Romita Jr. The NYC turf war continues, this time with a side of Tombstone origin story. The Tombstone origin story was actually pretty interesting. And then I, I can always look at John Romita Jr.'s art, even if the story's whatever. And this story's I'm good. enjoying this story. It it's is. fine. It's fine. It's just like uh, the art's gorgeous and Tombstone was fun. Would well you ever set. file your teeth down if well you were bullied? Of course I will. I'll do it right now. Oh, that's yeah. why they look like that. You're looking at me wrong and I'm filing my teeth right now. He no. filed his teeth up for this. <laughs> um, it's a good story, but how great would this story be if we just got a little bit of the Mary Jane story that we're all reading this for? What did he just, do? What just a little do? bit of it. A dabble do ya. And like, I really think I agree. They're, they're baiting and it created a great issue, but. Yeah. I, and I want I want um, Chasm and Goblin Queen or Madeline Pryor from like Bitch. that. I know. What That's the doing? reason why I want to oh, keep reading yeah, this. Yeah, they crammed a lot into Legion of X. They didn't cram anything into this issue. It was no. very short and it was very good. If I yeah. could uh, recap, someone lectured Spider-Man in a well. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah, uh, Zeb Wells. <laughs> Kalen, talk to us about DC Pride. So DC Pride, that's DC Comics, right? Not Washington <laughs> DC Pride, which we're celebrating this weekend. So uh, Anthology came out, and if you have the DC Infinite app, you can read it for free, so you don't have to buy it on Comixology or buy it at your local comic store. So quite a few stories. The one I'd like to focus on is by Kevin Conroy and Jay Bone. So Kevin Conroy was the voice actor for the uh, legendary, iconic Batman animated series, and is a he's a gay actor. Um, I thought it was such a powerful story of like somebody who like, you know, grew up in the 50s, 60s, 70s, tried to be an actor in New York in the 80s, and then finally got the role of a lifetime in the early 90s with the Batman animated series. I thought it was so good. And it was so interesting that, you know, uh, you know, there was a break between all these various like stories in the anthology and they had like a little warning sign saying like, you know, for younger kids, there's some really like awful depictions yeah. of homophobia. Yeah. And we've thrown out the word, you know, faggot on this podcast <gasps> because yeah. we're all gay men and we're, it's our we're word. Taking we it can, back. We're yeah. taking it back. But seeing it used, you know, as a slur against Kevin was really startling to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the fact that like he was trying to get these roles and like was like once they find out like who he was and he couldn't even though he was trying to live in the closet a little bit because that was the time, like he couldn't, you know, he couldn't escape it. Could and you imagine answering a phone call from any one of our coworkers that started with, Hey faggot. <laughs> like, yeah, if we work together. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't you're, know if I, it's 3 PM. God Are you damn it. I was trying to make today? a serious point, but that's I very, know. so I don't think I've ever told you guys, this, is, this, is, this happened to me maybe about 10, 11 years ago. And, um, I was in a meeting with my boss and, um, it wasn't directed at me, but like we had a coworker call in and like, he was like, he's like, oh, I'm not feeling too well. I'm a little sick. And, and then my boss was like, don't be a fag. And Ooh. he was saying to it. And yeah. I was just like, I looked at him and I was like, you can't say it. Yeah. And like, it was like, this could have been like, and he'd only been my boss for a few months at this point. And you know, and I, you know, I just looked at him and he, and he immediately realized, Oh fuck. I fucked up. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, Kalen's gay. Um, even if I, you weren't, but like, <laughs> matter, but yeah. clearly, yes, you yeah. can't say that word. And it's like, I think he had been in so many environments where like that word was thrown around yeah. and I'll just admit he's a professional Republican. Yeah. And yeah. so like, I think it like working in that, in that environment allowed him to do that. But I think he quickly realized, Oh, I fucked up and he's never done that again, at least in front of me. And like, he's become much more of an ally. Yeah. But like it was startling to hear that. Well, it's a good reminder oh, that it's like so people can oh, and no, should thanks. change, and it's how you react when you realize what you've done, as opposed to like always having to be exactly right on everything. I mean, obviously <laughs> throwing that out, especially nowadays, should be a very clear like. Oh, you, know you cou- he couldn't do Correct. it now, yeah, yeah. but like even no, twenty eleven, twenty twelve. No, but that I happened. I completely understand that, and uh, you know that yeah. that's I'm wild. Sure, we've all had that a similar experience too, like growing up. It's, but it's 
terrible. Let's My parents get back to, used to say it all the time. It's like awful. Like, it is. It is really hard hearing that. Like when you'd heard it as a kid, it's like you yeah. know you throw out the word fag, and like even when we were like you know in our teens and twenties, like oh that's so gay. Remember yeah, like yeah. I mean like even well, fucking Katy Perry you. had that. Yeah, and I mean it would it would really shake you. And then Hillary Duff yeah. did that PSA. <laughs> <and> those, <laughs> that's yeah. right. I think the interesting thing about yeah. this story in particular, it's titled "Fighting Batman," but it's relatively little about finding ourselves. Batman itself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I thought it was a very smart way of constructing a new way of thinking about Batman, the animated series, mm-hmm. which is uh, for a lot of people, the entry point into, you know, Batman for sure, uh, because they're not, not everyone was reading comics. Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of people still remember that as like quintessential. The, I, the quintessential yeah. Joker, the quintessential Batman, and that this story of pain and an essentially queer story is so necessary for a character like Batman, yeah. I thought was a great extra lens to, you know, review something in my childhood that, you know, I would not have really thought about or known about. Yeah. Well, and I think it's a beautiful example of how to use these because I know that Marvel will have voices. I don't know how DC does it beyond pride, but like how to use these comics to really affect change and have really good discussion or history or learning and experiences of real people versus just the characters that you know they play or just the characters from the comics because as great as it is to always see those positive portrayals or that like future focus stuff i think it is really important that people recognize kind of where we were and where we've come because it's obviously just a long way to go but i think it's just it's just such a beautiful way to end the issue or this like sort of compendium or the anthology because it's just such a unique take on. Because we've had like two or three years of these these comics now, and I'm like, wow, like that was very impactful. It was, yeah, and it, it's it's made news. It's like it's definitely dominated conversation on comics Twitter. It's it's so so well done. Um, uh, there's a couple other stories I think that di- that did a really nice job too. I just want to touch on them. The um, Connor Hawk Green Arrow storyline. I like that one. Um, because I mean, there are very few like representations of ace uh, asexual aromantic uh, people. Well, he's he's not aromantic. He is asexual, mm-hmm. and him talking about like you know. Um, when he wants to find somebody that to connect to, and then it immediately becomes about sex, oftentimes, and how tough that can be. I thought that was really, really good, uh, and I loved the uh, the Batgirl storyline uh, with. Um, well, one, th- one thing to oh, add to that was that it. it was about him fighting what m- Music Man, <laughs> who the fuck this villain was. Yeah, but it was about how <laughs> you know there's there's always this kind of you know music in people's lives, and he was saying isn't there a beauty in appreciating silence as well? Like just because I don't feel something in the same way you do mm-hmm. doesn't make it a bad thing. Yeah. I thought that was great. And uh, I definitely heard our friend, our friend Ryan Retschroth who doesn't like yeah, music very right. much in that, in that mode. Turn it off. Yeah. The other uh, story I wanted to mention is the uh, Batgirl Alyssa Yao storyline who uh, Alyssa Yao is a trans character. The art's beautiful. And I, I thought it was just a really nice way of showing somebody who is not, a superhero uh, still being incredibly brave by who they are, but also like, you know, brave through their actions as well. Well, it was, and also the fun cleverness of sticking a bat into a guy's engine and blowing him to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Killer Moth, go fucking go fuck himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about with DC Pride? No, let's talk about that gay ass. Let's man. get proud. That's, oh yeah. Ice, Ice Man. Yeah. <laughs> by Luciano, Luciano Vecchio. Hey Brant, what happened in Ice Man? Um, what's it? What's his boyfriend's name? The Inhuman. Oh, Romeo. it's Romeo. Romeo, wherefore art thou? Uh, he is back, and they bang, and then they like talk about stuff, but not really. Yeah. They fight a giant yellow Mothman, and then another ki- another kaiju in the X Men universe. And yeah. then Iceman has to give a speech, but he suddenly realizes that his dad is dead. His mom is not a potato anymore, which was really important. <laughs> and then uh, he bangs someone else. Christian Frost. Christian Frost. Yeah. It's hard to tell because all of the characters look the exact same. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed it. I was worried that same. like there would be a sophomore slump after the first issue, which was sorry, going gone. gone. Um, I think like the reconnection with Romeo. Uh, I like the line. It's like, oh my god, marry me. And he's like, what? What? Like I thought that was like a really cute back and forth between them. Um, 
And the fact that like he didn't immediately go back into a relationship with yeah. Romeo, I think, is what but made they it. Did have sex, which is realistic. Oh, yeah. thousand percent, <laughs> honestly, and also not a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I j- sorry, I paused you, Kalen, because I wanted to check. Adam, were you trying to like call me out? Like I didn't read the issue. No, I didn't read uh, the issue. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you reading it right now? <laughs> I'm just like, well, I'm having a really good time learning about all these stories, and like, wow, yeah. I, I will same. say, uh, fuck you, Marvel Unlimited app. You make it so hard to find certain comments. That, that was really, really tough. difficult. Yeah. To find. Well, I mean, the thing is, you want to go to Marvel Voices, then Iceman, <laughs> then exclusive content, <laughs> then slash OnlyFans, then slash, slash yeah, GeoCities.com. It's, it's way 69, too 69. No, I, I swear. I to, even tried to go on your app, Brent, and yeah, I could not find not, it. So you Grindr? Go, yeah. I put my own picture in his. Grinder Infinite. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I did a the search for Iceman and it, a bunch of Spider-Man comics just showed up. I was like, why do I have to scroll through all of friends. this? They're yeah. amazing friends. They're amazing <laughs> friends. You're right. And then Firestar shows up. Um, I will say the other, the poignant piece, you know, obviously his dad dying is really sad, but like his mom saying, um, you know, yeah, we didn't want your like life-saving drugs. It's I like know, she. Because it's it, our choice. And it's just it's Ugh. it's it's very much feels like the whole like anti-vax movement mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. in the last year and a half. Uh, you and don't if, say. Uh, <laughs> and and it very much feels like oh we're still rejecting you for who you are, yes. both as a gay man and a mutant. I'm yeah. glad he's dead. Fucking dumb bitches. Yeah. I do. Fuck them. I do. They're have terrible, zero, but it's still sad. I know, but I do have zero sympathy. I it's just I mean, grand, thankfully my own like family relationships are relatively good. But if one of mine with my dad had gotten into a more dark place, I'd be like i'd find that same like enthusiasm for like who gives a shit like if this person doesn't care about me i don't care about. with that. that said do we think maybe there's something more with christian because he's going to that or is it just a nice comfort I what do we a, think that relationship i is? think it's a nice comfort thing i just think it's like you know we christian and i <laughs> had talk this about someone who's cold and not <laughs> yeah removed from a situation honestly it's him well it's just like you know sometimes like you know like like sometimes you want comfort food when you've had a shitty day. Uh, sometimes yeah. you just want to like, hey, I had a good time with this person, and we've got sexual chemistry. And I'm gonna say if they're down down to clown, I am too. The humor in this still works so well. Yep. Uh, the back and forth with R- Romeo about it being a blizzard, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. That's yeah, that's exactly yeah. what good. I want. I exactly. like I like how true this is to gay people, but still being relatively light and poppy. Yes. Yep. Is that it? Pick I mean, it up. That's I mean, it for this. Let's it, no, get. Yeah, let's get. Proud. <laughs> let's get. get proud. Proud. Okay, so I think we've got a, a, a plug me daddy. We <laughs> sure do. As always, you like to wrap up with a little something we call plug me daddy. How do you we... need to read that? Don't you know what you're supposed to say? <laughs> each of us get a chance to quickly highlight something and not interrupt me. <laughs> where Something this week where we've read, seen, heard, or experienced. I wanted to share with you. Are proud little homos. I got a, I got a thing I want to plug. I'd love to hear it. Uh, vaccines. Vaccines are an amazing way <laughs> of preventing yourself from getting a disease. Yeah. There's an outbreak of meningitis in Florida, which uh, can spread very easily in wet, damp places such as saunas, locker rooms, and every circuit party. Bussy hole. And bussy. Bussy holes. Bussy uh, stops. So, because so you haven't been to Florida anytime recently. However, gay people but, travel for pride. I don't know if you've heard. It's this weekend. No, I host. So, I, I host. Yeah. Well, I was just going to ask everybody if they were from Florida. <laughs> I, got, I got myself a meningitis I, vaccine. Got myself a meningitis vaccine. It lasts for five years. Cool. Go get yourselves one. Vaccines, they work. It's Love a that. global entry. Five years. Yeah. Shoot me, daddy. Uh, I got a tetanus vaccine. I'll... That are I you got. are you worried about Look, metal? I fuck a lot of fences. Are okay, you, are Leave you working in a junkyard? I mean, don't. Andrew is really skinny, but a fence. Don't. Are you fishing for food in <laughs> <and> tin cans? <laughs> yeah. Um, like Popeye. I, do you do a lot of open blood work? <laughs> <laughs> I will plug the uh, new show on Hulu. I guess maybe it's a little less new, but Candy. It's with Jessica Biel and uh, Melanie Lipsky. And they, it's a, I believe it is a true, it's a very highly fictionalized story, fictionalized, fictionalized story that they talk about. It's a true story that happened. I think it was back in the eighties there. It's a true crime. I've watched like two episodes, a woman and Melanie ends up dead within the first episode. So it's not <gasps> a big surprise. And then a lot of the other episode is all the retelling leading up to why it happened. So I don't want to spoil anything, but everyone's acting their ass off. Jessica Biel is somehow with her like, 
perm looking like a weird 80s mother who also seems to be fucking hot, super hot underneath all of her clothes because they play volleyball uh, in some of the sequences. All the men look attractive because they're all like 70s hot. Um, and it's just really interesting. And I'm like really surprised that Jessica Biel is playing what is actually a really good character actress. But the funniest part she about- She was great in BoJack Horseman. That's fair. But she was <laughs> playing herself. Right. But my favorite part about it though is like last night, and I guess this is why like being old or being the parents on my mind- because when I was talking to Andrew, I was like, we should... Oh, I started watching that show, Lucy, with Jessica Alba. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, the Jessica from the 2000s. <laughs> he's like, both of those things are wrong. You need to shut the fuck up right now. And I was like, oh, I'm getting old and stupid. Well, you've always been stupid. Uh, no, I have a plug and an unplug. So uh, oh, yesterday, I, I saw a concert for Rufus DeSoul. Mm-hmm. I ran into Brent there. Uh, and the concert was good. Like, I think they're really... like. Uh, good performers and the light show was amazing. They had this amazing confetti cannon. Uh, you would have, you would have fucking died uh, out of spraying. It was five spraying. Oh, everyone, it was your wet dream times a million. Face. Oh. There were so many videos of that. Yeah, Ooh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah and I yeah. sent that to our, one of our text chains. Um, I mean, just so much confetti. Wow. Yeah, it's love insane. That. And, and I was Icon. thinking immediately, Adam would love this, and then Brent texts me. It's like. Adam would love this. So I was like, bitch, get out of my head. Well, because they did one little pop of like confetti mm-hmm. and then everyone's like, whoa, that's really fun. Oof. And then 30 seconds later at the end of the song, they're just like pumping oh, confetti into people's me. faces. And all I could see is looking at the floor. I was like, oh, these poor people have to oh clean this up. Cause they, they downed eight birds. <laughs> that is going to be a mess. Okay. So my unplug is the venue is the DC Armory, which is right by RFK Stadium. It is a terrible, a terrible venue. Didn't you buy a ticket to the opening party there? No? Uh, okay. Uh, no, that's going to be at Echo Stage. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. And I may not go. Um, but <laughs> no, that's the Leggery. No? <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> the venue reminds me of the largest high school gym ever. It is oh. terribly ventilated. The bathroom situation is not good. Getting a drink is impossible. Madness. Ma- like, like pure chaos. I went there for a roller derby, I think. So I'm not. Perfect surprised. for roller derby. It's fine yeah. for like some kind of right. like. Right. Oh no, no, no. Down te- it's, a, it's like a, t- it's a down tempo walk around gym. No, you're right. Yeah. And also like I ended up leaving. I never leave shows early. I left early because I was like so worried about getting mm. home. It was like looking at U- Uber was like $50 to get back to my Ugh. neighborhood. $60. So yeah. I was like, thankfully it's right by the, our metro, the metro station. So you I could like do that. But like. It was just pure chaos, and I also ran into every homosexual I know, including a guy I hadn't seen in like nine years, and he was just randomly there. It was oh. crazy. But, and who was this person? No, he, are you bringing names. him up? No, it was a guy. You said quickly. No, it was a, it was a guy whose <laughs> whose who's, uh, wedding I DJed, but he divorced his husband. He was there with his new boyfriend. He was like, this was my wedding's DJ. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he was like, this is my new boyfriend. I was like... He's like, you know, I got divorced. I was like, you know, I heard. Maybe that's uh, pride. Yeah, of that's the songs pride. you played. <laughs> yeah. Let's get proud. That's the best pride story to end this episode. What's your plug? My, my plug is just go out and enjoy pride. Yeah. Um, Great way to, to do it. Go to the parade. If you've done it for years, then don't go. And fly into D.C. We'll be here. Uh, well that's been our episode we've been Homo Superior you can find us on Twitter at Homo Superior X Instagram at Homo Superior X podcast Uh, it doesn't matter does it really matter yes it matters they found us us. they found us already yeah you know what check us out wherever podcasts are sold we have been Homo Superior wait also people need to like and review us okay guys we need to get this like I want clicks baby clicks (laughs) we've been doing this for too long to not matter as much as we do All right, we've been Homo Superior Let's Let's get get loud. loud let's get get proud. proud